May the Lord give you his peace. Little greeting St. Francis would always begin his preaching with. Um, what a, a tremendous joy and blessing to be here. Um, I am Chelsea's cousin, in case you were wondering. So, uh, so this is a family affair here today. And, and uh, what a, a beautiful time and day to be together here in Atlanta. I'm told it's Atlanta. <laughs> doesn't quite look like the Atlanta I've heard of but um, so just to give you a little explanation of what might be happening there is a very famous saint Saint Therese of the zoo Saint Therese the little flower and everybody loves her if you meet her you'll love her and she prayed, prayed to God on the day she made her vows which for a nun is like their wedding day she prayed to God that it would snow even though it was warm at the time, you know, so that she, she wrote so beautifully that as I am clothed in white like a bride, so God the Father would cover the earth with the white snow. And uh, it was warm, and all of a sudden an unexpected cold front came, and it snowed. So do you have a devotion to St. Therese, I think, maybe a little bit? or So she has a devotion to you. <laughs> so so uh, anyways, how beautiful, huh? We see the, the white snow. Um, I just want to begin by pointing out to you, it means something. It means something. If we have eyes of faith to see, it means something. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, as I was praying over this homily, over this sermon and this, this uh, wedding, what am I going to say? I remembered that a few years ago, I was asked by the family, to come to a party for the 50th wedding anniversary of Chelsea's grandparents, Tom and Esther, you remember? And I had to prepare a talk. And um, everybody was there. And uh, so to get ready for that uh, talk on their anniversary, I enlisted the help of Google. And I looked up their wedding day, the, all those years earlier. And we, do you remember that, those of you who were there? what? What was the number one song on the day you got married? And what was the, you know, the movie that was popular? And what were the, uh, any significant world events that happened on that day? And, and it was kind of a fun thing to kind of look back, wasn't it? To, to remember, um, for those of you who are there, and for those of us, just to think about, well, what had happened on that day? And, um, and I've been staying with Brother Thomas, the brother who's with me, who's from this parish, coincidentally, and we're staying with his parents. They've been married 56 years, and they have all these beautiful photographs in their house of their wedding day, you know, all of those years ago. And uh, it really got me thinking, you know, uh, so I'm recording the homily here for the future, and I'd like to speak to your future children. Hello there. <laughs> And we are wondering, in 50 years, God, God willing, your 50th anniversary of this day, your, your 50th wedding anniversary, you know, um, what, what will they Google, if there will be a Google in the future, you know, what happened? You know, February 7th, 2017, the Feast of St. Raymond of Penafort, a Dominican saint, and they both have a great devotion to the Dominicans. And um, they'll find out that on Twitter, one of the top hashtags today is hashtag Atlanta weather. <laughs> it's in the history books now, you know, so, and then we'll be like, we were there. I mean, it wasn't quite Snowmageddon, 
but everybody freaked out and it was severe weather alert. I'm like, you're a liar, right? <laughs> this is not severe weather. I'm sorry, you know, the weather channel. Um, it's, it's just a dusting, right? For those from the Northeast, from Boston, right? We've been laughing all night last night, like New York, Boston, like this is nothing, you know. Um, we're doing donuts in the parking lot at Kroger, okay. <laughs> Brother Thomas used to work there, so. Um, but we'll leave that to the Lord, you know. Of all the things that uh, may happen this day, um, something very beautiful is happening before us. We are here to witness something quite extraordinary and to show our love and our support and our prayers for Chelsea and Brian this, this beautiful day. So let's make some connections. Here before us, in this last day of the Christmas season, is the beautiful creche, the manger scene, which, by the way, St. Francis was the guy who started the tradition of doing this. And we see the the uh, representation of Bethlehem, the camels, the oxen, the sheep, and the manger. And in the middle of it all is the baby Jesus, who happens to be my favorite Jesus. <laughs> all seven pounds and seven ounces of him. <laughs> okay. And this is the very heart of our faith. This is the very heart of our faith that God took on our humanity. That little baby is such a sign of, the, of God's love for us. He unites everything. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? They chose the readings in this gospel. We, t we heard about the greatest commandment, to love God. And then the second commandment, love your neighbor. Love of God, love of neighbor, because of Jesus, true God and true man, the love of God and the love of neighbor are never at odds with one another. Rather, they go together. They go together. You know, we think of heaven and earth, right? Heaven is where God is. And earth is where we are. Now, they're united. They're united. Eternity and time. United because of Jesus. We see before us something that uh, means something. It's a sign. What we see is it, it has a value. That's when we look and we see the image of this baby Jesus. This is what it speaks to us. It's a sign pointing to a greater reality. And uh, for those of us in Christianity, that's a sacrament, right? The water of baptism, the oil of confirmation, the bread and the wine at the Eucharist, and at a wedding, the bride and the groom. We see them. They will be front and center. You are a sign. What does this sign point to? What does it point to? Well, we know in the Bible there are several passages that talk about God's love for humanity. And the greatest image of that mysterious love that God has for us is marriage. Just as a groom loves his bride, a husband loves his wife, so God loves his people. And so you, we see this, and it speaks to us of something deeper than what we just see on the surface. Something very beautiful, something profound is happening here. It is a mystery. 
It's a mystery. And at the very heart of the mystery is love, is love. The readings had to do with love. Just about every passage of the Bible has to do with love. Love of God, love of neighbor, these two go together. We show our love for him by how we love one another. And in the case of marriage, it's very special, very unique, very um, beautiful. And um, I want to talk about that love for a minute. Now, there is a certain amount of love that's motivating you right now, that's leading you to do something incredibly foolish. Love that does that, doesn't it? You know, love will get us to do things we normally wouldn't do. This commitment to one another and a sacred bond, which happens to be a sacrament. What's happening here is a sacrament, like baptism, like confirmation, like Eucharist. You know, Jesus took what was natural. Marriage is natural. You'll find marriage in every culture, every religion, every, you know, all around the world. We have marriage. But Jesus elevated what was natural to a supernatural level and made it a sacrament. That's as special as it can be. Um, it's, as, it's as beautiful, and, and it means that God is here. In the readings of the church today, at regular Mass, we have John 2, Jesus' presence at the wedding of Cana. That would have been the reading if you went to Mass this morning. And uh, God is present in this relationship in a very special way. Mm. There's a mystery here. There's a mystery. Um, what we see points to something even deeper, right? At the end of time, when Jesus returns and all of humanity will be before God, the Bible describes that as the wedding supper of the Lamb. God and his people, the bride and the groom. The church is described as the bride of Christ. And uh, you're pointing to that for us this day. You know, it's, it's the inner meaning of what's happening. Okay, we're getting a little theological here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and that's why we're here. The love of God, the love of neighbor coming together because of Christ, uh, which is motivating you to make this commitment. And I, I just want to encourage everyone as we now move forward to the uh, ceremony, the exchanging of the vows, to listen attentively to the words. You know, they're, they're very ancient and they're just loaded with, with meaning. And I just want to point out what, what we're going to hear Chelsea and Brian say to one another as they make this commitment for this sacrament of matrimony to take and hold one another in a, in a special bond of love from this day forward to have and to hold. Now, this is where things are getting united for better and for worse, for richer and poorer, I like that part as a Franciscan, okay? In sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until death do us part. Um, that's why we're here. That's, what it, that's what's about to happen. And uh, this moment of commitment before God and his altar and before the people. And... Um, this love that you have for one another, this commitment that you're making, you know, you will renew that. I don't know, your, your one year anniversary is a very, you know, a special anniversary, right? For those of you who are married, one year, <laughs> we made it, okay. You know, and then those other anniversaries, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years, and uh, the 50th wedding anniversary, 
You know, and the yes that you say today is a seed which will grow. And the yes that you say to one another in the future on those anniversaries and in those moments of joy, the moments of sorrow, um, that love will deepen, that love will grow. And I want to conclude by making a connection to something that will help your love deepen and grow, the thing that will make it all work, the glue that will hold it together, and that is the Eucharist. You know, if you just try to love one another with your own love, it's not going to work. You know, if Chelsea, if you love Brian with all your heart and all your you're going to, that's only going to get you so far. And Brian, if you love Chelsea with everything you have, um, that's only going to get you so far. But if God is at the center, if, you know, you're not just loving one another with your own human love, but with the grace of the Lord that elevates that so that it's, it's really something above and beyond that something that we're doing on our own. But if there's something else that's at work there. It's a sacrament. A sacrament is an open door to God's grace which elevates our love to his love. And uh, that, that is the thing that, that will unite it. And I want to point to the image of the Eucharist. Now, you know, the bread and the wine are not a symbol. It really becomes Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity, the prayer of the Holy Spirit, the words, this is my body, this is my blood. And in some ways, you will be here saying, this is me, this is my body, this is my blood given for you. There's a connection there. What happens at the Eucharist is happening in their life today. And uh, when the priest holds up the host, you know, it, it, it becomes the body of the Lord, but it's, it has the appearance of a, a wafer of bread. And that has meaning. That's a sign. That's a sign. And the, and the priest will do what Jesus did at the Last Supper. You break the host. Okay, and uh, the big host, half of it Chelsea will receive, and the other half Brian will receive, so that that one host is united in you. And uh, when you receive Jesus in communion, you receive his help, you receive his grace, it is his love that will carry you through. In some cultures, the couple's hold on to a crucifix as they exchange their vows. We have a beautiful crucifix above the altar here. And St. Paul said, as Jesus offered himself for the church, like a husband offers himself for his wife, you know. So he was pointing to that image there. So brothers and sisters, as we're here, we see the baby Jesus, we're in the Christmas season. We see this man and this woman, this bride and this groom standing before us. We accompany them with our prayers. We see the sign. We perceive the mystery of uh, something that's even more present that's happening here, and uh, we accompany them by our love and our prayers. Amen? Amen. God bless you. And uh, for those of you in the future, they really are a beautiful couple. Amen.